0: For communism, communism can be summed up to one sentence, the abolishment of private property. Because if you own nothing, you are then dependent for everything. And we've literally gotten to the point where they don't even want you to own your own body. And welcome back to another episode of Tea with Taylor. As always, I appreciate you joining me. And I just want to get right into this. As we've been seeing a lot is going on in the world, and the silver lining in it all, I honestly think it's what needed to be ha- what needed to happen. We needed to see this obvious just absurd absurdity happen in every part of our life really if you think about the amount of intrusion from the government and these unelected bureaucratic institutions that want to control every aspect of our life much of it just doesn't make sense and I think it actually needed to happen. I think that's a silver lining that we can see throughout all of this is that it had to get to this point for enough of us to be like to question what is going on to stand up and stand against what is going on and to think about if these are the same people who are telling us to do things that don't make sense to us now and thankfully we have the ability to communicate with others easily with the with technology as well as research and to hear different opinions even though they're trying to censor it and it you it makes you think if there was nothing to fear and if they had if they were telling the truth, why would they have to send to censor descending opinions? And so I, like I said, I think it had to get to this point to wake enough of us up. Definitely, is a percentage of the population that they have totally. I don't know. They've lost it, and I don't know if they'll ever come back. They just COVID has totally made them so fearful. They are no. They're not logically thinking individuals any longer, and. I don't know, I, I just don't know if those, those people can ever come back to their normal selves. And for the rest of us, we don't even need the majority of people to be the ones to stand up, but we need to support those who do because the powers that be are definitely working overtime to try and save their, cr- their crumbling message that tends to be like the curtains are coming off, the, the truth is being exposed, shit's not ending up, and what they're telling us to do versus what's what actually happens and what makes sense. None of it makes sense. So that's what I want to kind of talk about in this in this episode. Specifically, the World Economic Forum. And because of this, I was last year they came out with this commercial about what's to come because they always tend to make these predictions of what's going to happen in the future and it just so happens to be right. You read a document published by the Rockefeller Foundation back in 2010 who just so happened to predict that there was gonna be this pandemic and we are gonna to have to mask our face and we are gonna to have to test take temperatures in order to go into pub and in, go into buildings, to you would have to inject yourself and do all of this in order to participate in society. You know, a decade, then a decade goes by, it just so happens and it's them and the World Economic Forum that actually have the solutions to the problems and the scenarios that they predicted. Hmm, it must just be a coincidence. Silly me. But the World Economic Forum came out with a commercial. And when I was watching this commercial, I don't know if it's still on their page, uh, I saved it on my phone and screen recorded it. But the first thing, so it, goes, it lists a couple things that they are predicting in the future that's gonna happen. And the first one is what really caught my attention and really disturbed me. And it was, and I'll post the picture, number one, you will own nothing and you will be happy. And this is interesting because for one, if we, the people globally, cause this is a, the World Economic Forum, it's a global organization, And these people meet in Davos, in Switzerland, every year. And they have these big events with a lot of important people that just so happen to be in government or just in big corporations. that have a lot of power and influence. And they meet every year to discuss these things. So if we will own nothing and we will be happy, presumably, they then own everything. That's interesting, right? So we are then dependent on these individuals or these corporations that own everything in order for us to do anything. I don't know if we'd be very happy about that. And who are these individuals that would own everything? And then it made me think a little bit further is that these individuals tend to have relationships with these unelected bureaucrats in government because the federal government in the United States have really expanded over the last century you know we used to limit it was supposed to be limited government most of the authority to the states we had a constitution that we were supposed to abide by but you know times have changed we've evolved we're more educated than that and so while you look at these individuals who get a get put into place, because they are not elected by the American people and therefore they are unaccountable to the American people, they're put into the FBI, the CIA, the FDA, who have all this authority as far as what legislation is pushed, what policies are pushed, who's funding and lobbying these politicians who then vote and put forward this, these policies to be voted on. Who are these individuals? It just so happens to be that a lot of them have ties to global organizations like the World Economic Forum that are saying, you will own nothing and you will be happy. These people are the smartest, the most sophisticated among us, the elite globally, that believe that they know better than you on how you should live your life. They know better than you on how your children should be raised and how they should be taught. They know best because they're sophisticated. They're the elites. You, the peasants, will own nothing and you will be happy. You will be dependent on us for everything and you will be happy. Because these people, when they believe that they have the authority to control us, They don't believe in a higher power. They don't believe that our rights were given to us by God and they were endowed to us by our creator. And our government, meaning man, did not give us these rights and therefore they have no authority to take them away from us. They don't believe in a higher power. They're a materialist. That's why they're so obsessed with the idea of putting chips inside the human brain. Why they're so obsessed with creating this metaverse and creating an alternate reality than that of us in the physical and spiritual world. So then they can control what it is that we observe, Well, how it is that we think. You see this already today with the censorship going on in social media. You can't even say the word vaccines without them having this little CDC, da-da-da, this misinformation, these fact checkers, these fact checkers that just came out of nowhere as if because they think you're too stupid to be able to observe some information and do your own independent research. Part of the reason is because for decades now, we haven't really been curious or interested in doing our own research. We've given too much blinded obedience and trust into these organizations that, in my opinion, don't have our best interests at heart. And that sums up in the sentence you will own nothing and you will be happy. When you read the Communist Manifesto written by Karl Marx back in the uh, 19th century which was the the theory of communism that was then put into fruition in the 21st century or in, with um, in the 20th century by globally by many world leaders and today just in a different more technologically advanced global effort for communism communism can be summed up to one sentence the abolishment of private property because if you own nothing you are then dependent for everything and we've literally gotten to the point where they don't even want you to own your own body the powers that be and these these people the world economic forum and the rockefeller foundation and bill gates who has and dr fauci who think that they have they can tell you what to do i mean bill gates just so happened to fund the study with mit back in 2015 about vaccines and how it can Store it can be you can chip an individual at the same time of a vaccine to store data I don't know crazy just a coincidence just a coincidence all these people are just coincidentally Involved in all these things in all these institutions in these industries that create billions of dollars that the government is forcing upon its citizens so when it comes to the idea of vaccines they want to force you to take a vaccine that means you don't even they don't even want you to own your own body. They want you to give up your bodily autonomy. And as Jordan Peterson says, this doesn't happen all at once. It's inch by inch. They started by just mandating a few vaccines, and then it was even more vaccines. And now it's the COVID vaccine. And not only is it mandated to participate in society, it's also free, meaning the American taxpayers pay for it so these pharmaceutical companies that both the left and the right i think can agree don't always have the best interests of the people at heart these pharmaceutical industries create this vaccine for this disease that we just it wasn't planned just it just happened and they just were able to predict it back in 2010 but just a coincidence just a coincidence so this virus comes along and they create this vaccine for this virus And then the government forces this vaccine and these companies just so happen to make billions of dollars in revenue. But it's for people's safety. It's for your safety. Don't question authority. If you question Dr. Fauci, you are questioning the science. Dr. Fauci is science. When you have an authority figure saying if you question him that you are questioning the science, that is not science, that is propaganda. If something cannot be questioned, it is propaganda. We, as the American people, have a right to question our government. We have a right in our constitution to peacefully assemble. We have a right to protest, to freedom of speech, which means that we can say whatever, for the most part, that we would like. Of course, you can't, you can't wish or speak harm onto others, but we can ask for them to be investigated. We can ask questions. Because of free people, we're allowed to ask questions. We think freely, we question authority. We believe that the people should have the most control over their lives. And they should definitely have individual sovereignty and bodily autonomy, the right to choose what they inject into their bodies. And so I really do think that this, things had to get to this extent in order for us to wake up and for us to question, now I'm questioning everything. You guys should see the rabbit holes I've gone down recently. It's like, where are these people coming from? And then you read the population bomb about Paul Ehrlich or Ehrlich back in the 1970s, who, you know, his theory was that with the more people that come onto the world, we're gonna have mass starvation and poverty, which is false because. As more people have come onto the world, we have actually seen more prosperity and more and less starvation. Because unlike these materialists who think that they're the smartest among us and that they can actually manipulate nature and manipulate the world to how they see fit because they don't believe in a creator who has the, who is the one who gave us rights and who ultimately has authority over the world. But... These materialists who are eugenists, because they think that they should be able to control the population, even when they are found wrong, they are still held up as experts. Like Paul Ehrlich, who his predictions were incorrect. The t- you know years later, we can see if his theory was correct and it was incorrect. But yet he's still held as a as an expert. And what they seem to miss is that resources are not finite. Because you know they said we're gonna run out of zinc. We're gonna run out of gold, we're gonna run out of all these all these things, which we haven't run out of yet. But with when it comes to humans, human is the humans are the ultimate resource. It is our time, our ingenuity, our consciousness, our brain power that then takes these materials and creates them into resources that we then use. And we are part of nature. Like to think to, to think of humans outside of nature is incorrect. We are on this world, we are, we live within nature, we, you know, we interact with nature. And so when we start to think of humans outside of nature, that can be an alarming theory or idea. Because these people, which it talks about in the global revolution published in 1991, where they argue that such policies could gain popular support, if the masses were able to think of them as an existential fight against a common enemy, and who is it? Who is this common enemy when we're talking about population control, that we're gonna over, overpopulate the world, that we need to climate change? Who is the person who's affecting, or the what is the problem that's affecting climate change the most? Humans. So it just so happens that all of these things end up coming to the final conclusion that humans are the common enemy even when it comes to starvation there's too many humans we don't have enough food it's the humans it's not that with more humans comes more human ingenuity and brain power to make more food it's that we need to limit humans but not us and when i say us i mean the powers of be the world forum um organization or the the world economic forum the rockefeller foundation the Paul Ehrlrichs of the world. No, you don't want to limit their population growth. It's you, it's me, it's the peasants. That's who's harming the world. We're the ones that are going to fix it. We're as in the powers that be. And so it's just interesting. It's just so, it's so fascinating once you start thinking about it and reading about it. And then the best part is that they package it to us as it's for your safety. We're here to help you. We, in reality, what they want to do is they want to control us. They want to control our minds. They want to control how we live. They want to control how we reproduce. They want to have a, not only authority if you can have a child or if you cannot, but once you have that child, then they want to—they want to tell you how to raise that child, how to educate that child, what vaccines and medications that child should be should have to take in order to go to school or participate in society. They are corroding the sacred relationship between parent and child which is the foundation re- foundational relationship that is essential for any society to su- sustain itself and that is why it's listed in the 10 commandments that thou shall honor thy father and thy mother is that you don't you don't get in the way of that relationship but the government wants to and they do when they can because they want to be the parents they want to educate and the young, the youth. And they want to, when they say, when I say educate, I mean manipulate their fresh, innocent minds to then think how they want the world to look. And when you attack that relationship, when that foundational nuclear family is corroded, which we see in society, it just hit, in America, it just hit, a, I think it was 12%, an all-time low in the nuclear family, meaning a mother, child and father all within the same household. We have policies that directly decentifies mothers and fathers to be in the same household with their children because the government wants to play the role of father. They want to play the role of God. They want to be the people that every problem that arises in our life, we seek them for the solution. And these solutions, they just so happen to profit off of at our expense because we will own nothing and we will be happy. They will own everything and we will be dependent of them. And so that's why if you read Paul Ehrlich's population bomb and you, you read the limits to growth, you will see that it's not my opinion, but you know, do your own investigation. I'm not telling you what to think. I'm just telling you what I've come across and I find interesting. And as I read and as I just am observant of what's going on around me, I've just explored these ideas further, and I, I expect you to do the same, and I hope that you will, because in the end, I, I believe we do have ultimately the power, and if enough of, enough of us are curious, we ask questions, we're educated, and we seek truth, truth will eventually prevail, it always does, it exposes itself, and that we it is our duty to seek truth in everything that we do. And I always find it interesting when I listen to, listened to and I've read Dennis Prager, who speaks about how the left, which in this essence is the idea of just, when I'm speaking about it in these terms, as far as the left, they believe in like a central power, whether that be the federal government and globally, that the select few in these positions of power are, have the ability and the authority to control the rest of us and therefore they're very knowledgeable people but they have no wisdom because as the proverbs say fear of the lord is the beginning of wisdom because when you have if you were actually someone who believed in a god and in an afterlife you would act accordingly because your actions speak for your true beliefs and what and what values that you hold if you believed in an afterlife and you believed in a god You would live a life fearing that if you didn't live a God-fearing life, that you wouldn't then be accepted into the afterlife. These people don't believe in a God. They don't believe in a higher power. They believe that they are the most sophisticated and knowledgeable people on this planet, and therefore they should rule over all of us. That is... That is when you read about Marxism and his ideology that then came, you know, and communism and socialism and all these top, you know, these governments, but it's not just governments because it is these private organizations. And I say that in, high, high, um, in quotes, square, scare quotes, because they are claiming to be private organizations, but yet they are only profitable and they're only able to, to sustain themselves with the help of government so that's why when you have big government and these expanding on you know these expanding industries that have funding from governments is how they launder all their money it's 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 disturbing because the american people specifically actually fund this global effort and of course other citizens of other countries do as well but of you know, America has a very large economy and our, our federal government that consists of many unelected bureaucratic people that are involved in these global institutions have a lot of federal tax money. When the American people spend, or, or I shouldn't say spend, when the federal government confiscates trillions of dollars from the American taxpayer every year, which do you know where the money goes? I don't know where the money goes. And then it, you see that it, some of it goes to these you know, the Kennedy Institution and all these, these studies from MIT about this and that and Dr. Fauci and the NIH and them studying gain-of-function in the Wuhan lab. It's like, oh, our tax money is literally funding these global efforts to then strip us away of our rights, our property, our life, and our liberty. And once you realize that, once it clicks then you realize the only pathway forward is to decentralize the power that's why our founding fathers were so brilliant that they wrote the constitution and when they were reading when they were writing the declaration of independence they knew that they needed to limit the power of government that they wanted the most rights to the individuals and that's why the federal government was to have limited power and majority was supposed to be to the states and that the most Local government to you was to have the most power and that's why That's because then the people have the most say in what goes on in their government when we have these trillion dollar bills And these thousand page bills that are passed by Congress that are our representative who are lobbied by Lobbyists of the pharmaceutical industry and of these people who are involved in these global foundations Who is it that they're truly representing? Because let's not forget, like you know, cash rules everything around me, follow the money. But if we limit the power and authority of the federal government and the states have the majority of the rights, then the individuals and the people living within those communities have the most control over their government. And that's how it's supposed to be. We are supposed to own the fruits of our labor. We are supposed to have a right to own land in our country. We are supposed to have the God given right to own our bodies and to make decisions on what it is that we inject in them or what we decide not to. And that is where I think we're honestly headed. I think this was the silver lining. And I just want to go over one other thing because, you know, we will own nothing and we will be happy is only possible by them creating disasters and then selling us the solution. Now, I already kind of mentioned, you know, they predicted that there would be a virus that just came in a pandemic and it's gonna disrupt the world. It's gonna disrupt disrupt not only the way we think of the world as it is today, you know, we might have to establish a great reset, but also it's gonna disrupt the economy and our logistics, But then when you realize some of these things that are in the news that were disrupted, there was a cyber attack for the global meat distributor, JBS. They had to pay $11 million in ransom to Russia? Oh my God, sounds horrible. What are we gonna do when our our food industry and the logistics of that is compromised? Like, what are we gonna do? We're gonna be dependent on people. But then you realize JBS is part of the World Economic Forum. When you go to the World Economic Forum's website and you list, when they have the people that listed that work with them, their their partners, JBS is on there, it's weird. Why is it that all these things that happen, all these influential people in the media, Bill Gates, are all involved with these organizations that have global influence and impact over everything that we do? Huh, just a coincidence. Right? So with that, I will leave you that to investigate some of these things further. Who knows if this will even stay on the internet? We'll see. But just to think who it is that's making these decisions and who it is that should have the right to make these decisions, especially when it's coming to what is happening to your body, to your children. It's us. It's the people we should have the ability to decide if we wanna get a vaccine or not, or if our children, what they're being educated to. We, we fund it, we pay for all of it. We pay all the salaries of everyone in our government, okay? And these non-elected bureaucratics, these, these bureaucrats in these bureaucratic institutions that none of us know, that most of us know very, very, very little about, we pay their salaries. And we fund their ideas, their projects because the only way they get this funding is confiscating it through taxes. And then these same people literally campaign demand that they need more power and more money in order to solve the problems that they not only created, but they predicted would happen. Almost just be some crazy coincidence, but as I said, it's the silver lining. In my opinion, it had to get to this point for us to wake up. Too many of us were sleeping at the wheel and now we're coming back to a level of consciousness. We're being aware of what's going on around us. We're asking questions and a free people is able to ask questions. We're able to, we should be able to demand answers from those in authority. And if they don't have answers and if they are not living up to the expectations of what they should be, they should be done away with. These institutions, that in my opinion, aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing. They're not helping America. They're not keeping us safe. Rather, they're very interested in investing Americans that don't align with their political ideology. So I think the only way forward is decentralizing power, giving these institutions another look, in my opinion, abolishing them, and eliminating the power of the federal government by decentralizing it and giving the majority of the power back to the states. And I think that's the way forward. And in general, I think the way forward is for people to want most of their rights and their decision making to be done with them and the people within their homes and their communities, not these mysterious figures that just have so much control and influence but are rather pathetic because the only way that they can put their ideas into fruition is to mandate it through the government because they're not allowed, they they won't allow for open discussion and debate and let the best ideas win because their ideas won't win because they're not the best ideas. They're only going to be instituted by force and that force is only able to be done by big government. So the solution, small government, limited government, decentralized power. And I think that's the pathway forward and I'm optimistic. So thank you for joining me. I hope this video was interesting and entertaining. I hope it stays online. Do some research yourself and I hope to see you guys soon. As always, take care. God bless and see you soon.